Welcome back, everybody, to the Anything OU podcast on the Christian Drew Show. As you can see, I'm not Christian Williams, and Travis Davison is not Drew England. But uh, we're going to come to you live here from Omaha doing a uh, Omaha edition of the Anything OU podcast. Um, Travis, appreciate you uh, coming on with us. I know we're having some fun up here. so Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. But before we get into that, let's go over and talk about our sponsors real quick, hornsdownshop.com. Um, if you guys need any of the latest Deshaun White gear, anything else you can't get on Campus Corner or anywhere else, go visit www.hornsdownshop.com. You can even support us. Go grab that if you're lost. Return to the tailgate shirt. I know Trav, he just got himself one. So uh, he's, uh, he's rolling with the swag. And then also our newest sponsor, uh, yeah, PlainsGolfCo.com. Uh, Plains uh, they got some great golf gear. They're also local. They're Tulsa guys and they're Sooner fans. So go over to uh, plainsgolfco.com, pick up some new gear for them. I know um, they got me on uh, on Twitter rocking their new gear and their new hats. So uh, excited to partner with them. But hey, we're here in Omaha, Travis. Hey, let's get talking baseball. Game one, we come out against AM. Bats are hot. Um, yeah, talk us through, you know, game one. We'll go into game two, obviously, that just ended last night. But just the overall atmosphere when we first got here, everything like that. Um, talk, uh, talk a little bit about, about game one. Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere has been incredible. Um, one thing about game one that, you know, I was watching was the bats were hot, but the pitching wasn't great. Um, obviously Samlin gets beat up a little bit when he comes in, gives up four runs nearly immediately. Um, not, not a great outing all around. Obviously Trevor Michaels comes in and cleans things up, but I mean, I think most, teams would think, hey, if I get eight runs, we're probably going to win that game. But our bats carried us, and we didn't have to worry about the pitching. Um, so I think I like the win, but there was a lot to clean up. Anytime you can get away with not a great pitching day and still get a win in the College World Series, yeah. then uh, then you may have a little luck on your side. But uh, we're getting contributions from a lot of freshmen all over the roster. Um, it's not just, you know – Peyton Graham going up there and and batting 800, you know, it's 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 coming from the whole roster. Yeah. Um, really liked what I saw out of game one because AM, they always score after the sixth inning. You can look at their regionals and their super regionals and everything like that. They always come on late. And it sounds simple, but they don't swing at balls and they swing at strikes and they foul off a ton of strikes. Their yeah. games always take longer because their at bats take forever. I mean, they take a lot of breaks, too, and whatnot to make them last forever. But their at-bats um, really do take a while, and they can wear on you as a pitcher. Um, so I was glad to get out of that one with a decisive victory. Yeah. Um, so, well, and it helped, too, that Jake Bennett came out and, and, and threw strikes, does what he always does. And I think a lot of people were, were kind of scratching their head a little bit about Sandlin coming out of the bullpen because this is his first appearance out of the bullpen. Yeah, he looked a little shaky. But I think just the confidence we have in him, you know, coming in there to try to do a job. And and guys are just – they're going to get – I mean, they're going to get touched up a little bit. It wasn't like he gave up any, you know, huge hits. I think they got a couple flares to right field, just some just some stuff that they kind of, uh, you know, nipped at us a little bit and made the made the score closer than than what it was. And then, like you said, Trev came in and, and shut the door on them and, and the bats just kept going. And so – and it propelled us into, you know, obviously getting a day off and then coming back against a very hot Notre Dame team who just beat Tennessee in the Supers. You know, everybody was high on them. Then they come out, you know, they beat Texas. They play well. And into game two, I mean, same story, man. Our guy, Kay Horton, 
you know, coming in and, and shoving it and, and getting some some great innings, 11 strikeouts out of him. And then, you know, obviously Peyton Graham doing his thing at the plate. And just the, uh, you know, it it obviously wasn't the higher higher runs we saw in the first game, but six to two against a very, a very good Notre Dame team is, a, you know, and this team is two and zero right now and in a, in a very good spot uh, going into Wednesday. Yeah, and it could have been eight two nine two um, if it weren't for that fourth inning. Um, and I know a lot of people get frustrated by that fourth inning. Obviously, we had some aggressive base running, um, but that's what got us here. Um, yep. You know, you got to, you know, you, you got to do what got you. You can't change your identity once you get to Omaha. So, um, yeah, I loved it. Obviously, it was kind of a freak scenario at third base um, with the ball hitting our third base coach, him kind of turning yeah. around. And then yeah, that's the, the kind of play that you don't see very often. And I think that's a lot a of people, I've never yeah, seen it. There was a lot. Yeah. And I, you know, I've played baseball for a number of years and everything like that. And I think that was the first time ever I've ever seen something like that happen. And so I think, yeah, as fans or something, yeah, we want to get on, you know, the guys for that, but that's just one of those plays that, Hey, at the end of the day, you know, we got the win, um, you know, Trev came back in, closed the door there. And um, you know, we, we kept the great, and like you said, the, the aggressive base running, for those of you who are just now watching Oklahoma baseball and, and, you know, tuning in now, hey, great, love it. But that's something that we've done all year. And that's something that, that, that we hang our hat on is putting pressure on the defense and making them throw us out, you know. And so, hey, I love it. And we're 2-0. and I'm not complaining. And uh, we'll see who we get, you know, come, come Wednesday. So. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's, I mean, I think, I think we increased our stolen bases by 80 in one season, um, you know, and, and you're going to get thrown out. Like, you're going to, like, there are going to be bad things happen or else everybody would just be super aggressive. But this is a style that they want to go with, and it's been a net positive. I mean, when, when the pitcher always has to worry and, and has to worry about the speed of his delivery because so many people think, oh, if the catcher's good, then, you know, he might gun you down. It's, it's also about the speed, the, the, the timing and the delivery of the pitch. The pitcher has got to get it off once he starts or else that runner is going to be all the way to the bag. So it makes them think about it. If you can even put 2% of thought off of the, the batter at hand and put it on the base runner, then that's, that's, that's just one more mistake that they can make. And one mistake against this lineup uh, can open it up. Yeah. Definitely. And I think um, going into this game or even coming into the series, Notre Dame was the best fielding percentage team coming in and they made, and look what our base running did there. You know, we put some pressure on, they made errors. They threw one into the, you know, uh, at, way over first base into, into the right field corner over there into no man's land. And we took advantage of it. Yeah. We got thrown out a couple of times at third, but you know, six to two, um, the way we're pitching, the way that we have, not used a ton of pitching, you know, going into Wednesday bodes well for us because we're going to have, you know, I think it's probably going to be David Sandlin going to start Wednesday. Um, we got Jake Bennett, four days rest. I mean, he's a, I mean, go back to him if you want, but we haven't used Chaz at all. You know, we're, we're set up well, you know, our arms have not been taxed and, you know, these teams that are going, you know, facing elimination um, on our side of the bracket, you know, have, have went through some arms. And so, um, yeah, I believe, I believe Notre Dame. I believe Notre Dame used seven pitchers yesterday. Yeah, and so whoever, and then A and M used a, a boatload when they when they played us the first game, and then against mm -hmm. Texas they used a couple as well. So um, it sets up for us, and and you know 
either one of those teams has got to beat us twice. And, you know, for us to be in this position, uh, I'm not surprised, but I think a lot of people are, and it's catching their eye. And Sooner fans, if you want to come up and, and join us on Wednesday, um, come on, you know, get, take off work, do whatever you got to do, get up here and watch this team play and, and compete. But, Travis, um, aside from the baseball, you know, what, what, what has your thoughts been on just the experience of Omaha? This is my first time here. Um, what you, I know you're, you're, you got the media credentials and you see, you know, the sides that I don't see, but, you know, just talk about your experiences and, and, you know, some of the different fan bases that you've run into and just the environment you've been around. I know we're hanging out a lot and, but kind of what you, what, what have you seen from, uh, from the, uh, atmosphere around Omaha? You know, one of the, one of the things I get asked a lot about, uh, football specifically is, you know, best experiences of bowl games or away games or anything like that. And I often point to San Antonio because their restaurants are all right down by the river. The hotels are right there. You can walk to the stadium. It's all very close. Um, and because I value a city creating a, a great game day and fan experience. I mean, there, there are some great stadiums and you're like, God, it is a nightmare to get in and out of this place. The parking's no good. The hotels are so far away. The airports, all this kind of stuff, right? Well. Omaha, for, I guess, pun intended, knocked it out of the park uh, because, I mean, the bar district is right next door. The hotels are right next to the stadium. The, I mean, in and out is, is easy, very, very easy. Um, you know, all the fan bases, and they've got fan experiences set up. The merchandise is right across the street set up. Uh, it's all just very well organized. The NCAA did a fantastic job. Omaha did a fantastic job. Um, and uh I had a great time I mean everything down from like I said the media um all the gates are extremely organized um getting everybody in and out because that's what people forget they've got to clear the stadium entirely in between these games and that's twenty five thousand people they've got to get out of the building and then they've got to do yeah. some semblance of cleaning and then get them back in so very impressive production um I, I I'm curious to know if if we were Oh, and one, or if we just got eliminated, if I would feel the same way, uh, maybe I'm just really liking Omaha because we're two and zero. But um, that that could be the case, at least yeah. a small percentage of it. But no, uh, it's been it's been above and beyond, and uh, I, I see why I see why so many people come to this event and just say, "Man, I got to come back." I see I see why there are LSU fans here. I see why yeah. there are Tennessee fans here. I see why there yeah. are all all kinds of different fans, and I'm like. Yeah, because this is a blast. Like, if, yeah. if you like baseball, well, this and that's is what, a blast. The first day I was here, that's what blown me away is, was, like, we went over and seen the parents at the tailgate and everything, and I'm walking through, like, Tennessee tailgates and LSU and Florida and, like, all these other – I'm like, man, this is just a melting pot of, you know, great college baseball fans who just want to be here and be in that environment. And I think that's been the coolest thing to see is, you know, people just coming to watch baseball. Like, tonight, I'm going to go watch, you know, Arkansas and Ole Miss. You know, we're recording this on, on uh, Monday, and so – um, that's gonna be a fun game. Uh, we do have a, a Razorback in our midst that we uh, we hang out with, uh, you know, our friend here that we brought up, John, and um, we're gonna go watch it. And it's gonna be good baseball, and I love good baseball. And um, that, and we we did run into a, a a new Razorback friend of ours, and you know, so we are we're kind of rooting for for Arkansas a little bit. You know, we're not gonna go over the top. And uh, I'm rooting for Arkansas because yeah, you I, got spotted. I live there. <laughs> well, I used to live there. My sister went there, and. I know all these gatekeeping OU fans call me not a real yeah. OU fan. Here's the thing. If you're one of these, it's like, 
if my own child went to Arkansas, we'll call it, it wouldn't matter. I would still root for OU over Arkansas. I'm like, you yeah. would root for your kid? Like, why do you love your football program or your school more than your own child or your own family? Like, at some point, it's not the flex you think it is. Yeah. Like, at some point, it's like, okay, that's, that's not, it's not normal. Like, and I'm, again, I'm one of the biggest OU fans you'll ever meet. But it's like, it's okay to come and have fun at a baseball game yep. with a team that you grew up rooting for. Sure. And I, I you know, for me, I, I, I enjoy watching it because I, I, I lived in Northwest Arkansas for 10 plus years and being around them and, and stuff like that. And I, I said, I'm not going to call the hogs. And then the other day I, I'm, I called the hogs off camera. So didn't get a shot of that, but uh, I'll be there and, and cheering for them. And um, you know, Hey, it, it's, you know, getting closer. We're not going to call it yet, but uh Hopefully we meet each other in that championship series and uh, see what shakes out. But, uh, yeah, so give us your, your best or your funniest Omaha story so far. Mine? Oh, dear. yeah. Um, what about funniest? Probably, uh, I don't know, best is probably getting to meet Greg Sankey because it was like, well, there's the SEC commissioner right there. Just hanging out. I'm like, get to talk with him. and. I was like, you're the new boss. So talk to them a little bit about SEC expansion and OU in Texas coming across and his excitement of um, what OU in Texas bring. I mean, he said it was like, just look at the spring sports, women's tennis, the national championship with OU versus Texas, men's golf. Each, team's make, each team makes it to the championship. OU in Texas make deep runs in the softball to, and then obviously win a national championship um, over the other. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many things. And, of course – baseball and everything else but it's you can tell the excitement from the sec is not just a oh you know that it's this it's this okay we're, we're we're coming in we're doing you guys a favor because alabama and georgia and all this, like no he's very much like we want to get these two schools because they instantly make our sports a whole heck of a lot better so and he's yeah. loving life because six out of the eight teams two years from now at least or maybe will be SEC teams that are in the field. The only ones uh, um, that wouldn't would be Notre Dame and Stanford. The other six teams are all either four, the four SEC teams plus the two teams that will be SEC. So oh. that's pretty wild. Yeah. Speaking of Texas, were you, uh, were you surprised they went 0-2? I didn't really – they really haven't had the pitching this year compared to years past. Um, so they don't – they can't rely. Like, they've got to outscore. Like, they've got to hit – home runs like they're they're the team that relied on home runs more than anybody in Omaha and this is a tough park to hit home runs in um, it is a big big ballpark especially with that with that wind usually uh coming in makes it that much more difficult we're seeing a lot less home runs uh, than we did in a lot of the regionals so not not crazy surprise I mean it can be explained um but when they lost to Notre Dame, I just – I thought I wasn't crazy impressed with Notre Dame, obviously. Them beating Tennessee, everybody just thought, oh, well, this must be the greatest team of all time because they beat Tennessee. I'm like, I didn't I didn't subscribe to that thinking. But, um, no, sad to see him go, you know. Are you? <laughs> sad Maybe to see a little. Go. Yeah. But, uh, hey, their, their merch is 50% off if you guys are in Omaha and want to, you know, any Texas fans left over. But – uh. Hey, that's all I've got here. Um, looking forward to, uh, 
you know, another another great week here in Omaha. I'm here until the till the Sooners go home. So, and hopefully it's with a national championship. But uh, if anybody else is coming up, definitely hit us up. We're here. Um, we're excited. We'll uh, we'll show you around a little bit. We've been here for a couple of days, so we feel like we've uh, you know got the lay of the land a little bit. But uh, Travis, mm-hmm. any parting shots for the uh, for the for the people? Um, no, not necessarily. I'll be uh, going over with Parker to see new OU commit, uh, Kate McIntyre. Um, we'll talk to him a little bit and then should be doing radio remotely. So stay tuned to my Twitter. I'll keep everybody updated on that. Yeah. Any other recruiting news that, that you want to share for football? How was Vegas, by the way? Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Vegas is fantastic. Uh, the yeah. best collection of talent in the country. Um, it was hot, but it's, it was worth it. There, there was, you, you get that like shin sweat going on, yeah. but the event itself was so great. We didn't even care. So, uh, yeah, it was great. And, uh, as far as recruiting news, I'll, I'll have to, uh, should have news coming very shortly, but I don't know when this is going to go out. We might, we might find out by then. If, there you go. if we find out by the time this comes out, I'll, I'll throw it in the comments or something like that. There you go. Well, hey, as always, Travis, we 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 thank you so much. This is your second appearance on the uh, on the show, so you yep. and Blanker are, are got got the double double header going. So uh, gotcha. we thank you so much, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to Wednesday and then getting us into the championship series. And yeah, like I said, any Sooner fans coming up, hit us up. We'd love to see you and and hang out and chat a little bit. But uh, that's all I've got uh, for the Anything OU podcast. Um, if you haven't, like I said in the, in the beginning, if you haven't, got over to hornsdownshop.com, grab you some gear, plainsgolfco.com. Get some hats, some gear, um, local. But uh, that's everything I got. So uh, we're signing off here from, uh, from Omaha. We'll see y'all, uh, see y'all soon. All right, see ya.